Welcome to another episode of the Sound Sister Podcast, coming to you live from Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> I'm your host with the most, Dre Doll, aka Drewow. <laughs> with my lovely ladies, say hello, ladies. Hi, it's Angela Rose Red. G Baggy. <laughs> yeah, chaos. On this episode, we're going to be talking to Billy Skelly. Owner of 99% Magazine, King Rock Photography, and all-around badass. Yay. He also does uh, a lot of the fat record bands, which is really cool. And he gets to tour with them. And uh, those are goals right there. Yeah. Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. Hashtag dreaming. <laughs> um, but we'll be talking to him later in the episode, getting to know him, where he's from, what he's doing, what he's working on, all that good stuff. But right now, we're going to kick into our roundtable. So I'm going to go over to my right-hand man, my right-hand lady, Angela. What's going on with you? Angela Rose Red. Oh, wait. I already introduced myself. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure you guys knew. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that. Uh, yeah, I had I had an awesome weekend. I went to Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I was photographing a wedding mm-hmm. that was ordained by Elvis himself. It was actually a really, really fun wedding. And um, just a little throwback to the groom who got married, Jay Tulsa. He's from All City Boot Boys, or used to be, for those of you Tempe punks out there. You might remember him. Um, Him and Amy, congratulations to you guys. But yeah, that was one of the funnest weddings besides my own that I went to. It was great. Yeah, I pretty much... You know, met him through photographing his band over the years and just going to shows. And so I got a free Vegas trip out of the deal and it was a lot of fun. So but what was cool about it was is I'm it's been a while since I've been on the new strip and that's where they had gotten married and they put Mm -hmm. me put us up at the MGM so yeah (laughs) i mean normally you know it's the past couple of trips it's been punk rock bowling focused you know i did meet miss fremont street for sure but yeah it was it was cool to like change it up a little bit you know and uh there was one in particular bar that was pretty Um. fun that we went to and it's called rock rellies i don't know if you guys been there it's right off of the strip and it's this hmm. Irish pub-ish kind of thingamajig. Um, it's a little bit corporate, but it was still pretty cool. What I loved about it is that all around the bar, there was these infamous music photography that was all framed. Oh. Some of my favorite photos that has inspired me ever since I could remember. And they included an eye patch with a shamrock on each of the images which I thought was pretty interesting. It's like a great way to display iconic music photography, but yet do some marketing in there. So I don't know. I just really dug at it. It reminded me a lot of this uh, exhibition that I went and saw back in 2012 in LA that was called Who Shot Rock and Roll? I don't know if you guys heard of that. No. It was... That was life changing. Cool. So basically, it was this traveling exhibition. Of course, somehow I missed it when it was in Tucson. So yeah. <laughs> I'm all, we're going on a road trip and we're going to stop at this exhibition. And it was in the Annenberg Space for Photography. And basically, all the infamous uh, music photography was there. So I okay. saw mm. like the original Penny Smith cover version of like London Calling. That that clash, 
smashing the guitar yes okay. yes yeah. and like, then you see cool. and then you see like the stories behind it there was yeah. documentaries that were going on throughout the whole time so lots of stuff like black flag lots of i mean even like snoop dogg some of his cover artwork photography hmm. but what was okay. really cool about it is penny smith if if you guys aren't familiar with her work i mean she traveled with you know of course the clash rolling stones debbie harry Lots of different bands, but she was doing this in the 60s when, for one, concert photography and journalism wasn't a thing. And for two, females to go on the road with all these different type bands, that wasn't very common. Right. And so if, she, you, if you were going on the road, you were. Groovy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she <laughs> she was a badass. And on top of it, she did old school film. Okay. So that in itself to do with concert lighting is insane. So. It was really cool to go into that bar and just kind of see some of these photos that, oh, I remember seeing that in this yeah. exhibition, but the real versions of it. But it, mm. but in some ways, it, it was, you can tell they were doing it to also educate people of just different icons. So, you know, That's Joan really Chad, cool. David Bowie, yeah. I mean, the list goes on. So nice. maybe we'll include in this episode's visual gallery some of my snapshots from there because I kind of <laughs> went drunk and crazy taking some photos of photos. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I have going on. Did you, do you have any like crazy Vegas stories to share? Um, what happened? <laughs> you didn't have any hangover moments? Uh, actually, it was pretty, it's pretty chill because we got there and I had three hours sleep. I couldn't really sleep, you know, night before any sort of big, big trip. I was check counting my list, checking it twice, looking yeah. at my, my gear, making sure it was all there. And so I went there, photographed it. I got to take all the fun photos. So I got to follow the couple around and take all of just like fun photos in the casino and everything else. But all of the main hardcore photos mm-hmm. were done through the chapel. So, I mean, I felt like I got the raddest deal ever because yeah. it was just all around fun. And so the next day, got to hang out. And we just, uh, we went to Wahlburgers. Oh, yeah. yeah, Wahlburgers. That was some good. Tried White Castle. Yep, tried that too. That's right, multiple burgers. <laughs> In one day, I'm thinking to myself, yeah. okay, you're going to totally tour. cleanse when you get home because this is, a lot of meat. <laughs> uh, uh, my husband won 200 bucks, and then I got a generous tip from the groom. So, again, it was pretty much a free Vegas trip. So, Sweet. nice. anything else stays in Vegas. Oh. And my husband's mind. <laughs> oh. It's just Some way. Oh, okay. Somebody going to get pregnant. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, that's cool. Sounds fun. I remember Jay from Yucca. Great guy. Yeah, he's an uh, awesome dude. So. Yeah. Always always had my back when I was a Palo bartender and yeah. just all around good dude. Which, backtracking a little bit, thinking about The Clash, the, the cover of London Calling, mm-hmm. that infamous photo, Penny Smith many times has said how much she can't look at that photograph anymore because to her there's so many other photos she finds yeah. that are more technically sound, which mm-hmm. I think, I mean... Come on, Gabby. Do you feel the same way, too, that some people use certain photos of yours or images? You're like, come on, there's better stuff. Why are you using that? I'm not that famous yet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for me, it's like just Instagram photos. I'm like, why did you use that Instagram photo and not the other one? No, but anyways, back to that cover photo. Apparently, there's hidden silhouettes of dogs in there if you look closely. Hmm. Yeah, I'll point it out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. I Take like a that, look. I like that that picture is kind of a tribute to Elvis's 
Yes. Uh, well, first record mm. album. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. as far as like the color of the font and where the font is, but yes. I still think it's kind of cool. Oh yeah, they, they did that. Yeah, they referenced that too when they yeah. talk about the image. I guess it, it was the bass player. He thought the way he worded it was, I mean, everyone did okay during the show, but I was a little disgruntled of how it went and. And instead of picking up my backup bass, I decided to start thrashing on my main bass. Right. <laughs> In retrospect, he thought it was a bad idea. So, yeah. no. I mean, that, that was what was so magical about that exhibition is just all the stories behind the photos and just oh, seeing, you know, all the all the tour tour uh, tales. And yeah. I hope to hear some today From talking Billy. to Billy. Yeah. So it'll be good. That's cool, man. Well, sounds like you had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. I did. Much awesome. relaxed. Good. So. Mm, Gabby, how's it going? Gabby. Gabby. Had a good weekend. Um, <laughs> a lot of recording and then dealing with the car driving through my fence. Uh, what? Weekend? I fucking saw In that. In the absolute yeah. fuck. Did you not see my fence? <laughs> Dude, I I seriously went off the grid for yeah. a while, but I, I guess I was just yeah. concerned about, I didn't look at the fence. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big hole in the fence. Damn. Damn, <laughs> Did you see the video? No, because I've been, like I said, I be- barely started logging into my accounts today because oh, I was trying man. really to enjoy my vacation, which I don't yeah, normally do. person so. backed up, hit the pedal drove over my fence broke my fence the neighbor's bush and they fucking rammed it out of here damn so now we have a broken fence that we need to fix were they doing like a pickup or something yeah 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 an illegal pickup i mean I, did they have insurance i've been told to not mention the uh, people but right. yeah there were there were some of the neighbor's friend and oh, so they're they're paying the they're paying for the fucking oh fence, well that's but, good that's yeah. good but it's another hassle project right. that now we have to do well let's skip back so. to the recording because <laughs> i've been dying to ask you about this it's, it's for the past like day or two but i try really hard not to talk to you before <laughs> the podcast so it's a secret not really keep it secret keep kind of maybe i don't know yet well, you've been talking about doing acoustic stuff for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. So I was really stoked just to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just like throwing out there left and right things that you've been wanting to do <laughs> right. within this past two months. Yeah, it's I'm not It's crazy, not like, man. oh, this past year. No, she's doing this shit yeah. in, in two it's months, starting time. a podcast, doing my solo project. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking inspiring, yeah. man. It's all I got is time. So might as well fill it. But yeah, I'm just doing my acoustic recordings for now mm-hmm. and i've actually just well i'm still in the works of booking studio time in december nice. to do like uh like my own songs that i've been hanging around for like 10 years and it's like might as well put them out because no one else will so. for sure might as well. i mean look at Elvis. Right. he just he right. brings it to the band if the band doesn't like it fuck it i'm right. just gonna fucking record it and put it out yeah so the the acoustic was actually sounds really good in here <laughs> from here had a drummer come in he'd lay down tracks only four um so i'm still in the mixing parts but it's been fun. That's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. So who's who's the drummer that you're working with? Uh, his name is Ty Breedlove. Um, I don't know where he's from, but just met him. He's from Drum Heaven. <laughs> I think he is. He actually I seemed think pretty legit is. when that I was seeing, yeah, seeing like, some of the Insta stories. Yeah, he, he loves Alkaline Trio as much as I do. So we, we get that same vibe. And there like, you go. 
the same style of music so i was like yep you're it it's time so when you write (laughs) Mm because you have written for the pinks and some of your other projects too there's some Mm -hmm. that you're like nope this one's definitely gonna be acoustic are you like yeah this one might be pinkish that i miss pinkish yeah i mean that new one i sent you that one's on the verge of if i keep it or pink it out (laughs) right i like it pink it out um so you should coin that term pink it out yeah, yeah. pink we'll it, it out, out, yo. Yeah, for sure. Pink it out. Yeah. I had a good weekend, other than the fence. Yeah, now yeah. the dogs can't go to the front yard. So. Well, the, the good thing is nobody was hurt, True. and the dogs weren't in the yard. And True. someone's paying so, for it. I hope so, otherwise, yeah. got an angry Mexican going over there. I wasn't up front, so otherwise, there would have probably been cops called, because I would have flipped out. Right. You would chihuahua mode. I would have gone chihuahua mode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hear that. It's just a fence, like it, it right, fix. right. It's, it's, yeah, it's all good. Didn't hit no cars. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sucks about your fence, dude. Yeah. But, uh, we can't. Fence. We will rebuild. We, we will rebuild. Build. We will be rebuild. I will build that fence to keep people out of my yeah, yard. That's the only fence we're building. <laughs> the only wall. What's going on with you, Dre? Yeah. Wow. What's up, dude? Um, I went to a burlesque show on Friday <laughs> at the uh, all all one house on Roosevelt. Have you been there? No. Really cool, super old house. Um, they use it as a gallery for Wait, first Fridays. How did they name the venue then? All one. It's <laughs> sorry, that A-L- was my language. <laughs> it's spelled weird. It's spelled like A L W U N. So all one, like, but, but we're oh. all one community. So they are being um, clever with it. I yeah, see. Yeah, for sure. I see. For sure. Okay. But uh, they had they have like a a little like stage in the backyard. Total lighting system sound system back there so i went and saw birds last show um no but it was it was cool this girl was hanging from chain ropes there was a pole dance at one point um all female run so i feel like we should bring them in and talk to them about it because it was really cool are they local they're local that's the thing is i had no idea we had something like that in phoenix Interesting. Hmm. I know there's so many different sub scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. Outside no. of just the music community. Yeah. Right. No. If you guys uh, get a chance, go check out Cleodora Presents on Instagram and you can see pictures of their mm-hmm. performers. And maybe we'll get them in here one day and get to talk to them. Was that your first time seeing like a Suicide Girl show? Uh, Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw one once at some crazy venue, but this was back in like early 2000s or something. Uh, yeah. It was very, very, it was cool. Yeah. You know, definitely. That was uh, when it was a lot of performance was involved. So okay. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. It was, it was still burlesque, but it was more performance at that point. So it's interesting to see yeah. how, how those shows evolved too. So it was a mixture. Nice. I would say it was a good mix of burlesque and then, um, there was a girl Body swallowing. Oh, there was a. Uh, she swallowed a sword at one point. I was like, "Whoa!" This is I awesome. I love I love that I love uh, stuff like that. Yeah, good stuff. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever heard of like the Venice Beach Beach. Oh, show. Well, I've seen the show. Yeah, on TV, yeah. yeah. And I we, I went to go see him, and there was just some amazing performance. They're, they're no longer on Venice Beach anymore, yeah. but they they will rebuild as they well. They will rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. After that, we went to a uh, club Palazzo. I don't know if you ever went to Transylvania's on Friday, every first Friday. Did you ever go? No, I never went. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go. <laughs> back back in the day when 
when my goth lunchbox days, I right. was allowed to do that. <laughs> I could only dream of bats and okay. Transylvania night. Yeah. yeah that, no, that was, uh, every third Friday of the month, they're doing something similar to Transylvania. It's called Necrotech, though. Okay. And uh, same thing. Same fucking thing, dude. Just same peeps. Probably the same fucking people that were at Transylvania. <laughs> just a little bit older. But uh, yeah, that was cool. And yeah, other than that. That was it, really. Sounds like we all had a fun-filled <laughs> yeah. weekend, all the three of us apart. Yeah. Very cool. All right, let's head on into the punk rock news segment here. First on the list, we want to say happy birthday, Joan Jett. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Six, She's such a babe. 60 so. years old. She's Damn. turned 60, but happy birthday. Uh, just a reminder, Bad Reputation premieres on 926 at Select Theaters. Make sure you check it out. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, can't wait. I love Joan Jett. She's like, yeah. Like I said, if we ever play with her, I retire. I am done. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about the new music from the Distillers that was released. Mm. I think about two or two or three weeks ago. But I wanted to give some time for us to kind of digest, digest it. it and listen to it. Um, uh, you know. I feel that people have this expectation of a band to always have the same sound. Yeah. And in this retrospect, you know, who she was with at the time for those first <laughs> two albums, I feel like he was very much a part of the writing process, which you right. can tell. It's very punk rock and in your fucking face. Mm-hmm. Um, her newer stuff, you can tell it's, it has some Josh Home on it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, as far as these two songs, it doesn't sound quote like the distillers, but I feel mm-hmm. we need to give bands a break sometimes because they do mature and progress as musicians right. and what's well, been like 10 years, they're not going to be, years? yeah, we're not going to be yeah. into the same shit that maybe we were into when we were 24 or whatever. Um, but it's okay not to like the new stuff if you're not, it's into yeah, it. yeah, that's fine too. Um, I think out of, out of the, both of them, I liked Blood gutters better than that was my favorite than a uh, man versus magnet. Yeah, um, you, you were talking about earlier about the video and how I how awesome it was to see right. old concert footage. And yeah, and to think, well, fuck, this is like the 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 end of the fucking distillers in yeah. these videos. If you think about it, like what was going on back then? Just <laughs> a little some drug use <laughs> and just spiraling what? a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I th- I feel like 18-year-old me appreciated that video because I was so into them at the time mm-hmm. that that Curl Fang album dropped or whatever and uh it was just cool to see footage from back then. Um nice. You yeah. you went and saw the Distillers, right? When they came out here? Yeah, yeah. we did. I, I was <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. you blinked and you didn't get tickets. But exactly. That shit sold out in wasn't minutes. Like eight- like seconds. eight minutes or something seconds, like that wasn't it wasn't there it was crazy yeah. i think it was like seven minutes it sold out yeah hmm. i also saw yeah. at the, one of the distiller shows in la wasn't courtney love hanging out with del oh god uh <laughs> lana del rey and like all these other musicians were all there what just the fuck? Hidden, really? yeah hidden in the crowd i'll have to do a little bit of research there huh. but you have to pull that image a up. friend of a yeah. friend of a friend caught a pick okay in the pit so <laughs> Continue on your news, and I will let you know. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Well, I mean, it's L.A. Yeah. Like, yeah. if Courtney Love is there, then Courtney Love's there. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of random, but Jesus Christ. No, you know, it makes sense because I saw a fucking Courtney Love joke about distillers and I didn't get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it drug related? No, I just, I think I saw something that she went to a show and I was like, oh. didn't really think twice about it. But that makes mm. sense if she went to the show. <laughs> um. The Casualties' new single, 1312, they dropped their music video. See. Um, he fucking speaks Spanish, sings Spanish on it, which I okay. thought was cool. Uh, I th- like it. I have high hopes for this new album. Yeah. Uh, that album drops on October 26th. It's called Written in Blood on Cleopatra Records. Looking forward to that one. I, I fucking liked 1312. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it was a good song, and it's crazy because the casualties has one of my first main photography experiences um, that I still can't remember. I there's oh. this there uh, the there's this guy that uh, one of his bands opened for, and this was back when uh, uh-huh. di- digital DSLRs weren't. Oh, okay. They were a lot more expensive. Yeah. I was still rocking my point and shoot, my phone camera and stuff, and then I somehow got in, uh-huh. and it was. Hu- just huge crowd once the casualties came on. It was oh, at the yeah. clubhouse. So I want to say. Oh, oh shit. Damn. So I want to say, what, 2005? Yeah, Something-ish. In that era. Yeah, in that era. 2006. And yeah. I just remember yeah. it was packed. Uh-huh. And I was trying, you know, five, two and a half of me is trying <laughs> to to lift up in the air this crazy digital camera that I loaned from a friend praying to all the gods and goddesses <laughs> that this shit doesn't, you know, land on the floor. Yeah. And there's this big burly dude out of, and of course I'm rocking this show so, solo. And, and there's big burly dude from back. like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to boost? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I look around and back then I was a lot more smaller and he right. hoisted me up on top of these stacks of all these different amps. And I just remember on top of like these amps with like a sea of people photographing and awesome. what? it was insane. <laughs> it was fucking insane. And I, Ugh. I was never the same since. And then I went to go look at the photos. This was like my first time photographing outside of a digital point and shoot or attempting to with my film camera. And of course, none of it came out. <laughs> but that memory is burned in my mind. That's so cool, man. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, Damn. I just saw, you want a boost? I'm like, you want a yeah. boost? And then okay. he just like lifted me like I wasn't anything. And it was, it was insane. It, it was, but the camera was fine, so. Damn, dude. Yeah. Uh, up next, we've got so you can't make this shit up. I thought it was a hard times uh, headline when I first read it. <laughs> so I'll read it to you guys. Uh, Star Trek's William Shatner is going to release a Christmas album called Shatner Claws. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give no Shatner. <laughs> uh, the Christmas album. Shatner Claws, the Christmas album. That's also October 26th. <laughs> so we've got the casualties in William Shatner's album, both dropping on Cleopatra Records. Huh. <laughs> It features guest spots from art- artists all over the world, including Iggy Pop, who does a rendition with Shatner of mm. Silent Night. Wow. And Henry Rollins um, with a rendition of Jingle Bells. And not just Jingle Bells. They labeled it P- 
punk rock jingle bells uh i listened to it today and it does sound like a hard time <laughs> oh man you do yourself a favor go to rolling stone type in william shatner and listen to jingle bells with henry rollins and, and william shatner you will not be disappointed oh okay it's i so can't good. make this up it's, dude it's everything you <laughs> could wish up, for man. and more i mean Ugh. I do wish that the jingling of the bells was not so loud so I could hear more Henry in it, but (laughs) it's like I need to hear him jingling along. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty, it was, yeah, I'm going to be definitely rocking that come December. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. (laughs) Right, but it's It's, one of those that it's a conversation piece. Hey, you know what I mean? Have you heard this song called with Jingle Bells? Have you heard this Shatner? (laughs) William Shatner. Damn. Uh, So when do we start doing uh, Christmas songs? Jesus. Pink's go Christmas. Pink pink full Christmas. It's a it's a pink Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Instead of white, we'll have pink. Yeah. There you go. Uh, You're welcome. Why am I not your manager yet? I don't know. We we had one of those at one point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. manager, manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, your vinyl pick of the week comes from you to you from Gabby Chaos. Gabby sent this to me. Newberry Comics exclusive is putting out Operation Ivy's energy album, mm-hmm. limited to five hundred copies on white vinyl, and it's going for twenty five ninety nine. I had to go ahead and get it. Did you? You got it? Yeah, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Sometimes you just yeah. gotta fucking treat yourself and bite like, the bullet, I'm dude. Trip myself. Yeah. So, I did. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we obviously hate it, right? Because right. with the podcast name Sound Sisters, right? We fucking hate it, right? <laughs> right. Come on. I mean, right. Op Ivy. Yes. Yes. All right. Next up, we're gonna have uh, Billy Skelly up with the Q and A with us. We're gonna get to know him. And talk to him. Getting to know you. Uh, let's do a music break. What do you guys want to listen to? We've got a couple of choices here. We we can play a fucking distiller song. We can go into that casualty song, or we could do fucking jingle bells. I don't care either way. Hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> I do love the casualty ones though. But let's let's I don't do know. let's do the casualties. All right, all right. Here we go with. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We're playing Jingle, We're Jingle Bells. Bells. Let's do that one. I got I got to hear this one. All yeah. right. Right here on the Sound Sister <laughs> Podcast, here's William Shatner featuring Henry Rollins with Jingle Bells. through the snow on the one-horse open sleigh o'er the fields we go laughing all the way bells on bobtail ring making spirits bright what fun it is to laugh and sing a sleigh song tonight
forget it. You just, you have had too much eggnog. Oh, man. What in the absolute jingle fuck just happened? <laughs> jingle fuck. Shit. Um, well, um, there were a lot of bells during that Henry Rollins part. Jingle bells. So for the one person that might still be listening after that music <laughs> break, <laughs> thanks for sticking it through. Yeah. Because we got a hell of a guest. Oh, man. We All do. right. We're going to talk to Billy Skelly here. On the Sound Sister podcast. <laughs> I think that kicked you in the jingle bells. <laughs> I, think uh, I can't just, even think. So, I, I can't. can't. <laughs> you don't know how to process. Yeah. Oh, man. Right, you guys, you guys, give it up for Billy Skelly. Woo! What's up, What's, everybody? Hey, how's it going, dude? How's everyone doing? Apparently pretty good. <laughs> We're just now and over here having yeah. a good time. <laughs> No, thanks for coming, dude. You're when we first started the podcast, oh. you were at the top of the list of oh, people shit. I wanted to interview. So. Yes. That's fucking right. So, I'm honored. I'm honored. Well, we're honored to have you here. Uh maybe we could start out by you just introducing yourself and just uh what it is that you do. Uh my name's Billy Skelly. Uh, a lot of people know me as Billy Beans. Uh I own uh King Rock Photo and 99% magazine. I've been a photographer for the last 10 years. I think that's that's mostly how people know me, I guess. Yeah. Just killing the scene. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on hiatus right now. Yeah, you're on like a Facebook break or what are you doing? Oh, dude? yeah, I'm done with Facebook, I think. Yeah. I don't what? know. I'm kinda, I've been hovering back in a little bit. What, what's what's going on? Why'd you take a break, man? What oh, happened? People are just fucking annoying, man. You know? This whole Trump thing, like, I just hate arguing about it every fucking day. <laughs> and you can't stand by while idiots are being idiots. Oh, I can't, dude. I just can't. It's not in me. No, yeah, I get it. Mental breaks are good. So You should listen to some music called punk rock, then. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it totally it's so helps. surprising. It totally helps. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I, I have to say that you are, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, but you are one of my favorite photographers. Uh, but funny thing is, is I didn't know you, but I knew your images for a really okay. long time. And yeah. and it actually all started when I hopped on the Girl Gang Tour, right? Referencing that again. And yeah. uh, my uh, husband, Rico was like scrolling on who was going to be at the Tempe show and was like, uh-oh, Angela, jokingly, Billy Skelly is going to be going, is on tour with Bad Cop. You should just stop right now. And I was like, who the fuck? And then I looked and I, I straight up stalked your page. And then I was like, he's shot all these favorite shots, these favorite photos of mine and the Interrupters cover album. And I seriously was for, for about a good half an hour. I'm like, I'm not fucking going. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not doing this. No. Why am I going when he, Billy Skelly is going to be there? Look at this shit. It's amazing. But I, I seriously was freaking out. Freaking out. Bugging. Really bugging. But no, it was really cool to get to know you and just uh, yeah, totally. talk yeah, shop yeah. with you and everything. So that was such a rad tour. Everyone was so cool. It should have been longer than it was. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that and you went on tour with Bad Cops. So that wasn't your yeah. first time going on tour with them, right? Uh, it was my second time. 
Uh, and I didn't really go like with them, with them. I just kind of like, I don't know, from afar, you know? Stalked <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally. We took different vehicles and stuff like that. So it wasn't like I followed, you know, I wasn't like with them, with them. But I did like, you know, I did ask them if I could go with them, you know, if I could follow them around on tour. So, yeah. Well, and also mad props to the new issue of 99% Magazine that's called Chicks Rule. That Chicks Rule. It's pretty awesome. I was, I can't believe I'm in some of the photos. I was like, (laughs) what? What? That was pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you took some good photos on that tour too. There, there was you got better the group photos, I think. Stop it, go on. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think no. I was trying to sneak around. I think I got like the side photo from your photo. Yeah, it was cool, and it was completely different angle, and that's the beauty of of concert photography, right? I mean, you sit there and you think, oh, this person has. I have the same shot as this person, but it's not. It's completely oh, yeah, different. Totally. Oh, and the worst is when you see a photo and you think it's yours and then you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> like that's not mine at all, you know, or like you'll see someone else post it and you're like, oh, OK, I was standing right next to that person. Right. Like getting the, the same photos. The worst is when you're like sitting there with all your gear and you're all stoked on this shot. You get that. You're like anticipating the next move and then you get it and you're stoked. And then. By the end of the night, through hashtag searches, you see the same person who stood behind you via cell phone took it and yeah. posted it already. And the band shares it. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> and you're like, why? Yeah. Why? That always sucks, man. When the band shares other people's photos, you're like, oh. <laughs> so for those listeners, what are some of, you mind telling us some of the bands that you've gone on tour with and photographed? Just kind of give us a rundown. Place, uh, like Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Uh, these, this cool band called Venomous Pinks I got to see. Uh, you know what's cool is I got to see them. Um, I saw them at Punk Rock Bowling. like, And I was like, dude, that band is badass, dude. And then um, I got, I didn't know they were on tour with Bad Cop. And I like that was like a pleasant surprise. Oh, nice. That's always the best is when you go on tour and then like you get to meet all the bands and they're fucking rad, you know? But um, go yeah, on. Uh, Interrupters, <laughs> I've gone with uh, the Last Gang. Uh, that was probably the longest tour I've been on. That was like the most fun too. Like we went from like California to Philadelphia and then back. So. Okay, how long was that? What's up? How long was that tour? Uh, it was like two weeks. Yeah, that's cool. It was for the um, Funkin' Drublick tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they have did they have you doing like roadie stuff too, like carrying amps and shit? Uh, I did. They yeah. Didn't, like they, you know, they weren't like carry my shit or anything like that. You know, but Bill, Billy, watch the merch. Yeah. <laughs> no, like they didn't even have a merch thing. Like they had like um, they had people do it for the you know, the punk and drublick stuff. Yeah. So. Right on. That was pretty cool. They had like Fat Records came out and like did all their like merch. So that was like, that was badass, dude. <laughs> and and you're married as well. Yeah. I know we talked about that on yeah. tour, how our significant others just insist on we do this kind of work. Like they're excited about it. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about that dynamic between oh, you yeah. and your wife and all the projects you do. Yeah, my wife's a school teacher in uh, South Central Los Angeles. So she's kind of like, uh, 
dangerous minds kind of thing. Right. Oh. Yeah. Do it, Drea. When I walk through the valley of That's right. You didn't no. know, did you, Billy? You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's super encouraging. She's like, she's helped me get wherever I've gotten, you know. I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be like half, half as good as I am without her help and all that. So that's awesome. Yeah. And she's always, yeah, of course she's encouraging me. She like loves the bands, you know? So it's like, yeah. Hey, I got tickets. You want to go with me to the face to face show? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I do. You know, it's like, that's always cool. So I have a whole gang of list of questions to ask you, but I'm going to let, I know Drea's got some things she wants to talk to you about too. Um, how did, how, so how did it end up that you, you know, you're working with a lot of these bigger bands. Did you have to move, move yourself up your way to the top? Did you shoot your way to the top, bro? (laughs) We're so punny tonight. (laughs) Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I started off like just shooting. I used to actually manage bands. I managed this band called Domestic Fury, like back in the day. It was like a three piece ska punk band. And so I kind of like, you know, started managing them and taking their photos and doing press kits and promos and like really shitty videos. Like I, I listened to Angela talk about like on her, on, on your guys' podcast about like all the past work she's done and she hates yeah. it. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Th- yeah. That makes me feel better. Because <laughs> yeah. Some of the photos I took last week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so no, much I in a week. Off, like kind of small, and then I, you know, like worked my way up. Voodoo Glow Skulls kind of gave me a shot, and then you just start talking to bands, and then yeah, it, it's a long road though. It was a long fucking road to get how, where I've gotten. So, and how long have you been doing it? Uh, for like ten years. Okay. A little bit more than ten years. I mean, I've been taking photographs my whole life. Like I was the yeah. friend that had like the disposable camera or whatever and would always like document everything we did or video camera or whatever whatever you have you know whatever it is yeah Um, it's so interesting to hear that from photographers because you hear similar stories from musicians oh i've somewhat played music the the, my whole life but i feel i feel the same way too i was always like we need to document (laughs) this we need to get together and take photos and i noticed that there's so many photos that i'm not in yeah, yeah. Growing up, because I took them, and I'm so fucking weird when I take photos. Oh, I can't <laughs> stand being in photos. <laughs> Ask these girls; they want to kill me every week when we try to take a promo photo. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I actually, I actually have a question uh, for you on how. Do you have any advice for any up and coming like photographers who want to get into uh, concert photography? Uh, like to get into concert photography, that's a lot easier than I'd say like trying to be like a an artist photographer um I would first thing I would do is not listen to anybody on YouTube like fuck all those YouTube photographers those dudes are just like those are the people that like didn't make it you know like that's how I feel like they didn't make it and they're like trying to make a name for themselves so they're like I'm gonna put my shit on YouTube and act like I'm somebody you know and I'm gonna take some money and then uh like, I think I just, just get a camera and go do it. Like, uh, I mean, you need a good camera for console photography. That's the shitty thing is because it's a lot of low light. Um, and cameras don't, they they do shitty in low light unless you have like a flash and you're not supposed to use a flash. 
Unless Wait. you're Angela, who just fucking does it anyway and pisses <laughs> everyone off. You're that, you're that person. Well, remember, I, I, remember I rock two different, like, body setups. So, yeah, like, yeah. when I know they're about ready to jump, then I hurry up and sneak one in. And yeah. then I take take the other one. I need to, I need to get better lenses, but that's kind of what I do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I think it's do? cool. Like, I think it's, like, two, almost two different kind of, uh, like, it's definitely two different styles for sure. You know, like the flash and without it. Um, but yeah, I, the first, I, I used to rock the flash too. And then like, I, like I would go to a Rudy Glow Skull show. And then I would talk to like Eddie afterwards and he'd be like, I couldn't see a fucking thing the whole time. He was like, you were just like annoying me the whole show. Yeah. Oh, Not only that, but like other photographers too, trying to get shots. They're just it's like, true. what are you doing? You know? It's true, and it's like total novice shit too. I there are certain videos that I see of shows, and I'm like, oh, there I am, stage right. Oh, now I'm in stage left. Oh, now I'm in back. Oh, now I'm pissing off the drummer. Cool. <laughs> I've definitely calmed that shit for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think because like the one of the best parts of being uh, like to be better at like photojournalism, like the less you're known, like being there. Like some of the best shots I've gotten to, like a lot of people would say, they're like, I didn't even know you were at that show. And I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with it, but. No, that's, that's really good advice. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. And that's, that's also another thing too. When I first met you, I was super nervous because I did, because there's a lot of times where I try to talk shop with other photographers and, yeah. and they look at your, your gear and your getup and they, I mean, there's always going to be somebody that's better than oh, you. There's yeah. always going to be somebody that's worse than you. And I feel that there's a lot of pretentious, pompous dickheads. Uh, Female so and males, right? So, many, so many, so yeah. many. And you were one of the first people that, like, legit talked to me about some specifics. And I really, really appreciate that. And I know you oh, did the same cool. thing with Gabby. And so, um, yeah, you just kind of, like, laid it all out. Because a lot of times people don't want to <laughs> give secrets because, oh, you're yeah. going to... You're going to take take it away. So with all these upcoming DIY podcasts and magazines, I mean, us included, you know, photographers, do you yeah. believe it's more of a competition thing or do you believe it's more of a community? Uh, or... It's 100 percent competition. Like if the, if you're if you're if you think it's some kind of community, which I, I do, I do, you know, like I love going to the shows. I love talking to people. I love talking about camera stuff. Like, when you were asking me camera stuff, I was like, oh, this is so rad. I could do this, like, all night. Like, fuck the bands right now. Like, this is talk like, camera <laughs> I stuff. I know. We, we had to, like, remind ourselves that we were at a show <laughs> photographing. We were like, oh, wait, we yeah. got to go shoot some bands now. <laughs> Let's go do that. Yeah, totally. No, but it's it's totally a competition. I mean, like you said, like, once you – even when you walk up to, like, the, the photo pit, that's the first thing people look at is your camera and your gear and, like, all that. And it's, it's fucking weird, man. It's – it's so weird, but it's, I mean, it's just like being in a band, like you, you are competing whether you don't want like whether you want to or not, but it's like, like I just saw the distillers the other night and I didn't even know who the opening band was and it was Starcrawler. And honestly, like Starcrawler just blew them out of the fucking water. I was like, fuck, I don't even need to see the distillers now. Like, but Damn. I mean, it shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be a competition and uh, when I was in a band, like, that's why I got out of the band, because our band was like, we need to compete every night. And I'm like, that's fucking lame, dude, you know? So do you but, feel that you being a musician has made you a better photographer? Because I know Rico is giving me tons of advice. And so of these ladies 
from a musician's perspective. So you kind of have a, a leg up on some stuff then. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, just just getting to hear like the perspective from the bands too. Like you, I like you know how to talk to the bands yeah. now because you know you kind of know what um, you kind of know like the lingo and shit. You know, you're like, oh, the ba- you're talking about a bass amp or whatever, and uh, like how much room you have or whatever you're on stage, stage right, stage left, or whatever. You know, like you just know the lingo. You know how to talk to the the band. A, like way better and that that definitely gives you like a leg up you know uh, and then like here like and then you like that gives you a leg up talking to the band and communication I feel is like one of the most important things and a lot of the bands will tell you like oh I don't like this shot I don't like that shot like I like to see what it's like for like our view yeah but like they don't even really like the shots of them most of the time like they like right you know, the stage shots a lot. So it's yeah. like, it's kind of, it's kind of weird sometimes. It, it all true. depends. So. I remember the first time I went on stage to take the infamous behind the drummer photo. Yeah, yeah. And it was on the marquee stage. I don't know if you know, in Arizona and it was like packed. I don't know. I almost shit myself and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to accidentally trip on a cord and fuck something up. <laughs> Luckily I didn't. And they, yeah. they, they, the band still shares th- that photo to this day. So I don't know. I guess it worked out. <laughs> that's always my, that's always my fear that I'm going to trip over something. Completely. And- You're like, I'm going to ruin the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> you step one way and like, you just hear the power go down. And right. Like, oh, that's how they'll know your name. You yeah. <laughs> They're like, fucking Angela Rose Red, that dick. <laughs> I'm always waiting for that moment to happen. I feel like it's got to happen. She shut the power down. Well, you know what? If that ever happens to you, Billy, which I doubt it will also be in the comedy. I love you, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Good. I'm glad there's one person. Yeah. <laughs> These girls won't say that. <laughs> They'll kill me because it'll probably be their show. <laughs> so, do you work with other mediums, or is it just mainly photography? Are you doing other art, artistic yeah. projects, or I what, what you got painting? Like I was painting for a long time and drawing a lot of, um, did like a lot of, a lot of drawing my whole life. Um, and then I started getting into painting and then I was like, fuck, I hate painting. And then I think I kind of like took the next step into like photography and I was like, okay, like stop fucking with painting altogether. I was like, no, I'm never going back. Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. See, like, and I took a long process, you know, like it's such a long thing and it's like takes forever to master. Photography was just like, I don't know for for some reason it just it just came so easy so I'm like and it's just easy like you like I can seriously just grab my camera go walk outside take a photo and I'm done a painting will take me like a week you know that shit's and like even coming up with like the like what am I gonna do you know like just coming up with ideas is a fucking pain in the ass so it's like photography I'll just walk outside and I'll get something cool you know See, and I started taking photos because I couldn't draw or paint. You're not allowed to be good at all this, Billy. Come on. <laughs> well, I was good. a musician. I was all painting this stuff. <laughs> definitely not good at painting. Yeah. yeah. What were you listening to in high school? Like, how did you get into punk rock? High school. high school is when yeah. I discovered punk rock. Like, okay. my friend, I had, like, a neighbor that would listen to it a lot. Um, and I was listening to, like, whatever was on the radio. I listened to a lot of oldies growing up. And I, I used to listen to, like, a lot of radio. Like, I would have my radio on constantly. I would call radio stations like every hour and de- like 
asking for songs, you know, yeah. like constantly. And then uh, when I got into high school, my friend was like, dude, you should listen to this shit. And I was like, fuck you, dude. And he was like, no, dude, you'll like it. And I was like, no, I don't like this shit. And then, and I, and then, I, and then I don't know what happened, but like, he just kept playing it. And I was like, all right. He's like, dude, you're punk rock, dude. Like, I don't know why you're not listening to punk rock. You're the most punk guy ever. It's because he was telling you to listen to it. So you're all, fuck you. I'm not listening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What was he playing? uh, Like my neighbor came over with the Voodoo Glow Skulls, um, Who Is This Is album. And I was just like fucking blown away. That was it for me. I was like, this is it. This is the, this is the music for sure. You know? It's just something clicked. It was like, I'm like, these guys live in Riverside. Like, this is a couple cities over. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, like, and they're that good. They have like horns and sh- like, what is this? You know? And then, and then I, it just went from there. So you just went through a whole punk rock cycle, I guess, right? Yeah. Voodoo. yeah. What else? Yeah, basically, I, I, from Voodoo, I just went. I mean, I've always listened to like the Ramones and like the Clash. You know, like just growing up, you just know who that is, but you don't really. They didn't really associate that with punk rock, you know? Yeah. Do you and re- then just li- then after hearing Voodoo and then I'm like, okay, I need more, you know? And then my friends are like, oh yeah, we can go to the show. And okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but how- it's going to be expensive. And they're like, no, it's like five bucks. And they're like, oh shit, this is something I could do. And like, this is something like I could be a part of. And this, this music, they're actually like talking to me, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the great things about punk rock is it just speaks to fucking everybody. Yeah. Misfits, Rebels, The Outcasts, Geeks, Nerds. Do you like how I chimed in with Geek? <laughs> oh, we got Geeks over here. <laughs> uh, You're what? like Geek twice. Life! <laughs> <laughs> what was the first punk rock show you went to? Uh, my friend, it wasn't really punk rock. It was uh, the Aquabats. That's, and it was at the barn and they played with like the Tantra Monsters. And I was like, okay, this is fucking rad. And I think, And then I think after that, we saw no effects. It was like yeah. no effects. Blink one eighty two opened for like no effects in the Vandals at the Palladium. This oh, was shit. like when Blink was like nobody. I mean, we had seen Blink play like backyard shows and shit. I've seen that. I had seen that before. You know, I'd seen them play like backyard shows and coffee shops. Crazy, and really? Damn. Them, like, the Vandals and like the and then like Blink one eighty two played the whole show naked, and we were nice. like. <laughs> We're like, dude, we know, like kind of know these guys, you know. And then after that, I was like, I become, I became like the biggest Vandals fan and on the planet. I had to go see them like every show they played. So like every show in California, from like '95 on, was like that was yeah. it for me. That's awesome. I think my first show was the Donnas. Was yeah, I think so. Yeah, once the I Donnas? saw. Yeah, the Donnas, dude. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Me and my friend wanted to like go on the road and become like groupies, like man groupies for the <laughs> No gender stereotyping, you know, there's man groupies. I love it. Uh, Is it man 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 groupies? I don't know. The man group. uh, I don't know. I like to refer that. to it as regional representative. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hey. But no, I saw the Donnas and that was it for me. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Their guitar player, so badass. They were good. They were really good. I really liked the Donnas a lot. Yeah, for sure. So do you have any, what's your funniest awkward photography show moment? 
I don't know if I've had it. Like, damn. Now, now it is really just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, nothing really crazy has like happened. Okay. I have to like stop and think about that one. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe if you ask me a couple more questions and then, and then maybe uh, I'll just put that yeah. on the background. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you mine. It was actually on that tour that we were all at. <laughs> and uh, the Glam Skakes were playing at the Viper Room. I'm just totally geeking out because I'd never been there. And I have to say, I mean, Phoenix is a, is a bigger town. But when you go to Hollywood, you feel very small town, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And I was just, you know, stars in my eyes, totally stoked. And they were just killing it. And uh, the b- bass player and guitarist went down into the crowd to, you know, do their thing with everyone. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to jump on the side stairs and take some photos into the crowd. Don't shake your head like you saw it and knew because that was <laughs> oh, Okay, cool. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like photographing it into it, not realizing that they're trying to come up, oh, and, up. And, and, and I'm I'm a voluptuous lady and I'm sitting here trying to move and then I awkwardly like bend over or something <laughs> like forward so they can scoop behind me and I'm just like oh my god no way are they gonna share my photos I'm that asshole and I couldn't just blend in because I'd been on like three of the tour dates too so I'm like fuck me and that's a really hard spot to get up to on that stage. It's very small. Yeah, I, 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 was, I you know what? Actually, Billy I, saw I, it. I can totally think of a moment, and it yeah? was like soul crushing. Um, so like I I did the Interrupters uh, album cover, or whatever. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Doing, what cash? Video for that. And um, so I you know I asked them if I could come you know like be a part of it, and they're like yeah 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 you know show up. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, I'm going to get there early just to make sure that like there's not enough people and I don't get to be in it, right? So I bring my camera and shit and I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'll take some photos while I'm there. And sure enough, Tim Armstrong and Matt Freeman walk up. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, this is so cool, you know? And I'm just like, and Tim directed that video too. And then, um, so they walk up and I'm like, hey, can I get a photo of you guys? And they're like, yeah, sure. And I get a photo of everybody, you know, and then, so that's cool. And then, uh, so I noticed Matt's driving this really fucking cool car. And I'm like, hey, dude, like, and it's the car in the video, too. It's like that blue old school. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so I say, hey, Lars, can I get a photo of you in front of your car? And he, like, looked at me like, what the, f-? like, are you fucking with me? You know, dude. and I was like, I had no idea what I was saying because I'm so, like, just trying to, like, maintain the yeah. cool vibe and he's very he's kind of intimidating i don't know if you ever met matt freeman but yeah he's super quiet and just like very kind of stoic you know so and then so i'm like i get him by the car i'm like all right uh yeah can i get one more and he's like yeah yeah go ahead and i'm like all right thanks lars oh. and I again. yeah dude and i don't know what the fuck i was thinking like i don't i have no idea and so like he wa- and then he like he's like all right you got enough and then he walked away and I was like oh shit man like that's why I was nervous because he's he's kind of fucking he's he's kind of short you know like with people or whatever <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like wait a minute 
I think I just call him Lars. And so I go and I talk to my wife. I'm like, I think I just call him Lars. And she's like, she's like trying to reassure me. She's like, no, I think you're good. Like, you're good. You, you, there's no way you call him Lars. Like, you know, that's good wife. And right there, that's good yeah. wife. And she probably heard you, but still was like, you're fine. No, okay. So then like two seconds later, this girl walks up and she's like, Hey, are you that guy who just called uh, Matt Lars? Lars? <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was the worst. And I didn't see him for like the rest of the day too to like explain or anything. <laughs> oh man. That was the worst by, by far. I don't like other than that, I, I haven't really had any one of those moments. Billy, I really appreciate you <laughs> opening up to me on that. That's, that's That one was brutal. Like, and I still, I have not met, I haven't seen him to this day to where I could like, like, hey, like, hey, dude. hey, dude, I know your name. <laughs> I know Wrong it's not right. Yeah. Wrong well, right. Well, you'll, you'll see him in uh, next month, won't you? So maybe you can uh, explain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the back to the beach or at Scallywag? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll be like, hey, what's up, Tim? Fuck this guy. He's dead to me. <laughs> There's a couple of like, funny shit that's happened. Like, um, Stefan from the Descendants. I've met him a couple times and like I I never take selfies with people. Like I never do. Like I always like if I get their photo, that's kind of like me being like, that's my photo with him, you know? But I was like, fuck it, man. Like this is the descendants, dude. So I I got the photo, or I took a photo and I was like, oh, it's good, you know, like I don't have to look at it. Completely fucking fucking blurry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can tell who both of us are kind of you know but so that happened the first time I met him at music like way back when they played it and then I saw him again at another show and it was uh punk rock bowling and they did the filmage where they, they played the movie filmage their documentary and like I got to meet him and I told him the whole story of how it was blurry and then I was like let me can I get another one can I like you know like redeem myself yeah redeem myself <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah go ahead nicest guy in the world so then i set my camera down and i'm like okay i'm gonna put it on auto and then just take it and then some guy was like hey man you want me to take your photo i was like no no i got this shit i got it did it blurry as shit <laughs> i didn't get a chance to look at it because we were talking and i didn't want to like not and then i had just met like chris sherry and like me and like the descendants um artist and like then me and him started talking so i never got a chance to look at it and then so i go back and look at it and i'm like twice maybe it's a vampire and it's just not working out i don't know but you know that brings a great point because if if it's overexposed a little bit underexposed i mean that's that's easily correctable it may not be the jam that you want but if it's blurry it's like fuck man Dude, I yeah, think it could it could be do. a thing now. Like every time you meet him, you could be like, "Hey, let's do a selfie, but make sure it's blurry." And then you can just do this like collage of actually, blurry yeah, pictures. The, yeah, the third time I met him, I was like, "Hey, dude," and then I explained the whole thing, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "It was blurry the second time," and then he was like, "No way!" And I was like, "Now we have to take blurry photos every time." So we yeah, were, exactly. You gotta yeah. coin that. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna be called blurry. <laughs> That's it. You're blurry. Very skelly. <laughs> oh, I just have so many questions to ask you. But I, let's talk a little bit about gear for yeah. any of those gear he- photographic gearheads out there. 
Um, I mean, I like to talk about Sony a lot. Like that's because this is what I use. But I, I mean, use whatever you use. Like if you like Canon, some people are gonna like Canon better. Some people are gonna like Nikon better. Some people are gonna like film better. Some people are like digital better. Like I say, just use whatever the fuck you want to use. But I mean, Sony is like for me, it's like really good because you could use old lenses. You just buy like a cheap adapter. And I could use lenses from like my old Canon that I had back in the day, you know, like old film cameras. And instead of spending $2,000 on a Sony lens, I could spend $50 on like an even better lens that's just older, you know? And um, you don't have, I mean, you don't have like automatic, you know, I don't, I don't shoot automatic anyways, but I shoot everything in manual. So it doesn't matter. And then Sony, like, when you use the old lenses, it already focuses it for you. Like when you're looking at through the viewfinder or like even on the, the back of the camera or whatever, um, like it, they have like a, like a rack focus. That you, it, so it's like easy. Like anytime it's in red, like it outlines everything in focus in red, then you just click the, like the fucking button. It's, it's that simple. Like, but I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to tell anyone to use, any, you know, like I, I would rec, I recommend Sony, but you know, yeah, use whatever you got, dude. Like, I can, I can't afford like fucking great lenses and shit, so I just, I try to do whatever's the, the most affordable, really. So, so do you still spend time in the darkroom ever? No, never. For me, it. film like is like there's no way I'm going back. Like, right. No well, it's way. different with concert photography, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. although there are some, you know, concert photographers out there that are still rocking the film and, you know, props to them. Yeah. You know, I attempted it <laughs> many times. <laughs> and, but I mean, I, I still like doing some of my fine artwork. I mean, fine art. Yeah. That sounds so pretentious. My other stuff outside of shooting no, I bands, yeah, I like yeah, doing I dark room and stuff. So that's cool. I think when um, you talk about fine art, I don't think you're being pretentious. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like such an asshole when I say fine artwork. I just, it's, yeah. What are you listening to right now? Um, well, I just, I heard that band Starcrawler from that distiller show. So I've been listening to them a lot lately. Um, <clears throat> but I've been listening to, um, I always listen to Bad Cop, Bad Cop, like nonstop they're always like on somewhere like my wife and I both have like their albums in our car. So like if Bluetooth's not working, it's always back up, you know, or, you know, whatever. I've been actually, I have listened to Venice, Venice Pinks a lot lately. It's like this whole year I've been listening to Venice. Um, Those man, guys we... are assholes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love them. I love them. <laughs> hey. I like how she right away said, Hey, hey. like I'm serious. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> um, like last gang i listened to a lot um red city radio i listened to a lot um man off with their heads uh bad religion strung out no effects those are pretty much like all my wheelhouse stuff let's uh let's do a music break why don't we have you pick a song that you're really feeling right now Okay, uh, well, let's do Starcrawler. Let's do uh, a song called Ants. All right, that's it. Starcrawler. This one's called Ants on the Sound Sister Podcast.
Welcome back, guys. We're here with Billy Skelly. Um, let's talk a little bit about health. I think you posted maybe that you were lifting or eating yeah, better. Yeah, What's I going took, on, man? I took a, well, after I took that little hiatus off Facebook, I uh, like I was like, man, I got to just get healthy, you know? Like, I want to get start getting way healthier. And so I started doing, like, intermittent fasting. I went, well, first oh, yeah. I went to the doctor, found out, what like, what I should be doing and all that stuff and, like, what what could be wrong or whatever you know yeah so I did that he recommended that I do like the Greek diet which is just eating like basically a lot of Greek foods like olives and avocados and uh like stuff like that and salads and shit it's actually like a like a dietary thing the Greek diet and it's like it's pretty good I haven't really followed it that great but I started yeah. doing like intermittent fasting yeah, and uh, like just working out a lot. And then, um, but like, we just bought a new house. So I haven't been able to do like, we just, I'm like, fuck it. We're canceling our gym. Like we just made like a whole room in our house, like a gym. So it's now it's like working out every day. So it's, it's awesome. So. That's the way to do it. I mean, that's what Gabby does. Yeah. Get, getting swole. Yeah. I saw that guy. I saw Gabby's working out too, man. I was like, dude, this I'm like, we're going to be doing this at the same time, dude. We're going to look buff <laughs> together next time we I'm in Arizona. Well, I'll be in San Diego next month, so we'll fucking do some push-ups. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking squats on the side of the... Yeah. Let's <laughs> do it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bro out next month. Nah, man. Good good for you, man. Sometimes you oh, just got to grab control and take take control of that shit i know all about it so yeah i'm on the on the paleo diet my doctor has me on that which is uh basically nothing good <laughs> yeah. come on it's no no fast food no no bread no beans nothing like that Meat's good. just just meat and vegetables but okay. it's it's been working out pretty well i feel yeah yeah it's like i think whatever works for you you know like some some people do better on other diets and I don't know, man. It's hard. Like, first for me, I can't like if 
if they told me to cut out Brad, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. You're fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like, there's some, like, I'm just not going to cut out some foods, you know? Like, I'd re- I, I like to live my life, you know? And then, but I, you got to find a balance. I think, well, being Mexican, it's been hard to cut out tortillas (laughs) and like burritos and stuff. Yeah, I cut off bread, but I kept the tortillas. Yeah. So it's, you know. Not one episode where we don't mention a burrito. (laughs) (laughs) The main thing the whole time is burritos. Yeah. Yeah. We said burrito. We're good. (laughs) So I want to talk to you about any influences that you have. Like, who are some of uh, your favorite photographers of past oh man uh have so many it's uh i find like inspiration i mean even with shitty photographers you know like they inspire me more to go out and do better stuff like even just like i was saying like all those youtube i'm sitting right here billy just kidding i'm kidding like like the youtube photographers they just get on my nerves dude like i always you know do you want to like go like learn a couple things or whatever, you know, like, Oh, I wonder, wonder if this, this flash is good or this lens is good. And then you go check out YouTube and then you're like, then you go down that wormhole of just like these shitty YouTube photographers just talking out of their ass. Like, and all they, all it is is like some lame ass dude that could never like talk to a model in their life. <laughs> that's what they're doing is they're just like using their camera to talk to models and like, shooting them like it's just fucking i don't know that that inspires me to like want to go out and not do that and like just become like a good just a good photographer like all like all around you know but uh like i mean i like um man uh i cannot think of her name my favorite is that old the rolling stone photographer annie lebowitz yes annie lebowitz she's like the greatest she's awesome yeah earlier we were talking about uh penny smith okay she, yeah she she was rad back in the day yeah, a lot of traveling photography. but i mean like annie leibowitz man like she went out with the rolling stones and then like became a heroin addict because she was doing heroin with the rolling stones on tour like i was like that's fucking crazy man that's 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 taking it to the next level yeah yeah oh uh, and then she does I, I, I personally like fashion photography, too, even though yeah. I'm anti-fashion. But I like I mean, it's it's a different art form, you know. Yeah. And so and she does a lot of that, too. A lot of fantasy things, a lot of just conceptual avant-garde photography, which I really, really enjoy as well. So yeah. she's she does all around. Badass. I agree. Yeah, I think she's getting a little pretentious, though. Agreed. Agreed. She doesn't even like own a camera. I heard like she just goes what? and like whatever shoot they're on, they just bring her a camera. Like, if you listen closely, my heart just broke. That's fucked up. <laughs> like, I heard a lot of like um, famous photographers just do that. They like get rid of their cameras and they're just like on set. They just rent a camera or whatever, or like whatever camera like company they're represented by will bring them like. For her, it's a Leica or um, fuck. What is that fucking? What's that? The uh, God, I can't even think right now. That badass camera, like large format. Yeah, large format. She uses she like digital with, large format too. Yeah, like, she has um, to with like some of the details in those bigger. Yeah. Um, the blots. Like she uses like Hasselblad. Like she'll have like a digital like fucking 
Uh, it's just nuts. fucking fuck. Right. And she just gets own it. it. And it's like, they just bring it to her. And she's just like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of pretentious to me. And then she's like, here team, edit everything. And everything's going to be Photoshop. Exactly. She doesn't even edit her own work, man. That's fucking no, there's no way I would let someone touch my shit. I know. I'm I'm with you, dude. Unless it's a, like a collaborative effort, then you do it together. I mean, it even irritates me when I give photos to another band or person and they put a filter over it. It's like, okay, I get it. If you want this yeah. black and white or if you want to extra saturate, cool, just ask me and I'll fucking do it. Don't Ex- yeah, do exactly. it yourself. You're like, I did all that work editing it, but you, no, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Instagram filter you threw on there. Yeah. <laughs> Real original, bro. So, so don't do that to your picture. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> they totally did that to me. <laughs> The truth comes out. <laughs> what you're saying is. No, I think every band has done it to me too. Yeah, I mean, whatever. it just happens, and I get it. I get it because it's hard. There's some people that are like, "Oh my gosh, like I don't know, my face, my teeth look yellow in this, or my this." You know, there's different things that they're self conscious about. So by adding the filters, it, yeah, it, you know, makes it look different. But um, any hooskers, awkward. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you have a Do you have a day job or anything, or are you just one hundred percent? Yeah, I drive for Lyft. Like, if I need money, I'll just just drive Lyft. That, that shit's great, man. Like, you make like twenty to fifty bucks an hour, and all you do is just drive around and meet people and then drop them off. Like, if I had a new car, amazing. I would do it. <laughs> and I can't. Like, I don't work well with people. Like, I'm not good working with people at all. Like, even my wife that I love like more than anything. Like we're working on shit like in our house and I'm just like, I just go, like, I just can't do it. Like I can't, like, I don't like explaining things to other people. And then when I have to, then I get like fucking irritated and I'm just like, uh, this sounds nothing like an artist at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I hear how you. How can you not read my mind right now? How do you not know what I'm thinking? Like, do you need me to take a picture? <laughs> So is there any certain like photographers or bands or artists that we should watch out for any up and coming newcomers? Um, well, there's that Angela Rose Red chick. She's dope. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I did. Sorry, I'm like geeking out over here. It's only because it's my You monitor. made like a Muppet noise. Just I, yeah. <laughs> there's my, I got so uh, much got to learn. friends that I work with that I like. Uh, Jason Cook. That dude's badass. Um, Sean McCracken, those guys are really Sean McCracken though. I don't know, man. He's got he a Kraken. He steals the way I shoot. So like, really good at like he could like figure out how someone else shoots, and then he'll shoot just like it. But he, I mean, he has his own style and shit. He do, he does some really cool shit. Like, um, where I just like will hold my camera straight as possible. Like he'll he'll like go like quarter ways and fill the frame up like like completely different than I would have ever thought. But then he'll steal my style like on top of that. And I'm just like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> and then of course, uh, Josh Kaufman, who I've been following forever. He's done like all the sublime photos and he's, he does like a lot of like fisheye stuff now that I think is really fucking cool. Like, like where normally you wouldn't ever use a fisheye. Like he shoots some models, like he does like nude model stuff, like with fisheye and, it's because he's like he's trying to do something different you know he's like trying to capture the whole scene and not just focus on like one entity of the thing and it's just like 
he's he kind of actually he's the one who got me into photography too so i'm like yeah whatever i'm like whatever you do man it's just it's fucking cool I'll, you know yeah we got to work with him actually we we uh played punk rock bowling and they were like hey you're gonna go shoot a picture with josh kaufman and we're like uh-huh. what <laughs> okay so yeah, yeah he was cool i liked working with him yeah, he yeah, he's a cool dude, man. He's fucking funny, too. And his wife is really fucking cool. We were actually, me, him, and Sean McCracken were doing, like, supposed to work on a magazine together. And that's how I started 99%. Is like, we started doing this one called Up to 11. And we were just going to go shoot concerts and then make magazines out of them. And then, uh, that, like I said, I'm not good at working with people. And I was like, he, he was like, yeah, I want to use this one graphic designer. He's going to make our logo. And I was like, no, nah, I don't like that guy. And he's like, well, that well, we're going to use him. So it's like, and I was like, okay, well, then I'm just going to make my own magazine then. And he was like, well, fuck, I didn't mean that. You know, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of, he's still doing up to 11 though, I think. So. I have to say for someone who loves print, thank you so much for keeping print alive. Yeah. I mean, uh, that it needs to be out there and. We're such a digitized world. As much as I love digital photography and the instant platform that it comes from, um, we just, we need more things in this world that's tangible and we need things that are left behind. And so you're definitely an advocate for that. And it's amazing. And and your work speaks for itself. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to make something to where like, like if I'm going to do a magazine and put someone on a cover of a magazine, like, I want them to be able to have that, you know, be like, oh shit, look, here's me on the cover of a magazine, you know, like, it's just, I think it's, it's I, don't know, I don't know. It's essentially like, this is a punk rock yearbook, you know, yeah. when yeah. I'm 60, 65, I can go back to this and be like, man, this was fucking rad. That was so fun. Yeah. I was cool <laughs> once. <laughs> and I could say, wow, there I am with a bunch of cool people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that yeah. you uh, divulged your story behind, you know, the birth of 99% magazine. Yeah. Uh, what, how long have you been in circulation for those who aren't familiar with it? Um, since last April. So it's been a, it's been a little bit over a year. And I think that was the sixth, sixth one that came out, I believe. That's great. And you do kind of like a magazine on demand type deal, right? Like Yeah, it's, I, I worked through like a this company called blurb and then you just like basically make your pdf and then send it to them and then they print it out and do all that so they they kind of fucked up a couple of the magazines already and i'm thinking about doing something different but we'll see uh when's the next one come out um i'm not sure i'm working on it right now so I'm actually, that's why I'm going to Scallywag because I think it's going to be all, it, the whole thing might just be all interrupters. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to do interrupters with a couple people in there. I'd like to mix other people in there too, because like, uh, you know, I'll have friends that I feel like they need notoriety. And if I, if I can put them in with the interrupters, I know what that's going to do for them. You know, I'll like, be there. <laughs> <laughs> just interrupters and Gabby. <laughs> No, I mean, that's, I mean, you're using using your medium for what it is, is to help support and lift other people up instead of tearing people down. So 
again, you're one of those people amongst a bunch of individuals that are competing. I like to think that you're one of the few like me who is trying to build a community and that's how it should be. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, that's kind of why I got off Facebook too. I just felt like the community is like, I don't know, man, a couple, I had a couple friends that just kind of shit on me and I was like, really? Like, fuck trying to do something good you know like i'm trying to do something that's what it happened uh also when i did uh i put out my two books a couple years back like i got face to face like i was like i was in the face-to-face fan group on on facebook and i was like you know what'll be dope is if i can get Sean, uh, scott shiflet to like do a little video like maybe that'll like get them excited about the book like and i was like i'm a, i'm not trying to get scott shiflet to like promote my book i wasn't like thinking about that you know it wasn't like oh me 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 I was like I think they will think it's cool like and that'll be a cool thing for them and like it'll like it'll just like enhance our community blah 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 and then it just like totally backfired and they were like oh you got Scott Shiflet and like you're just trying to sell your fucking book and like fuck which you. by the way if you did just want to sell your book what the fuck is wrong with that i mean that's it what costs, a lot of people said too like yeah it costs money yeah. to go to the i think a lot of people forget in the industry yeah. that as photographers memory cards i'm one of those weird hoarders that doesn't <laughs> like to erase on top of my memory cards all the time oh, no. I, I know i know i shouldn't <laughs> but i mean but i but memory cards cost a lot batteries cost a lot yeah. lenses obviously time energy i spend a monthly bill on photoshop gas people yes, forget that yeah. it costs a lot for what we do and we're constantly and we do it for the love of it and you're putting something out there yeah. I mean, why shouldn't you try to, I mean, musicians promote their shit so people can buy their albums, their yeah. merch, their fucking concert sales. Why can't we? I know. Can a, I know. damn the man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I'm like, man, man. Man. I get so pissed, man. Dude, if I would have saw that post, I would have had your back. Like, what the hell? Ooh. And I mean, I do believe your intentions were real. Don't find that, it. That, I mean, I'm, I will. <laughs> I'm going to start a campaign again. And he's not even on Facebook. <laughs> well, that's no, why but I, I. That's why I was making my book in the first place, is so I could keep it affordable for people. Like, if I just put it on Blurb, like, fuck, dude, the magazine is like. 16 bucks like i don't want people i don't even want people to pay 16 bucks for the magazine i get a dollar for everyone like i can put like whatever price i want every one of them i get 99 cents off of each one and i like that's that's like so i can keep it affordable for everybody you know and that's what i was trying to do is like raise the money so i can make the book myself and then sell it for like dirt ass cheap but like like so i, I would have been able to sell for like 32 bucks if i would have raised all the money that would have been the book like all together, like 300 something pages or something like that. And then I couldn't do that. We raised like 10,000 out of the 20 grand that we needed. So like we got halfway there and I was like, I couldn't believe that shit. I was like shocked. I was like, we're not going to make it past like five grand or whatever, but we made oh, it that far. It. You yeah. do a lot for musicians. You do a lot for the community. I mean, it's, it comes back to those people that have pure intention. So yeah, Fuck I think if I wanted things. to do it again, I didn't really have a great plan the first time. <laughs> like, just like I was like, oh shit, like in the middle of the Kickstarter, I was like, maybe I could get Scott Shiflet to like, like make the day of these like face to face fans, you know? And it, it just totally backfired. And then I got like Stacy D helped me out, like a bunch of other like artists, like totally helped me out, made videos for me. But I, I didn't think about that before I did it, you know? 
I, that was like halfway through the Kickstarter. I was like, oh, maybe I could do that. And like, maybe they could help me out and like help them out. And I don't know. Totally backfired. Totally backfired. Well, you're back full circle because this this uh, issue is killer and I can't wait to see what you got cooking for the next one. Any yeah. other projects in the works? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of a lot of things are coming. Like I wanted, I'm I, I was actually thinking about doing a podcast. I was thinking about doing um, uh, like some interview kind of stuff. Um, maybe even a couple shows, like um, kind of like live from the rock room or punks in Vegas. Now that I have a photo studio in my house, um, I could do that. And then we're we're actually adding like a fire pit in the backyard. And I was, what? Yeah, I want to do like a acoustic. Like have bands just come over and do an acoustic show in the backyard, like in the fire pit, you know? And then just like like video video the hell out of that and like make it as like good as like possible. And uh yeah, so I'm starting to like I have a couple things in, in the works that that I don't maybe like another book or two coming out. So I mean that's that's a dream as a photographer to have a book. So good for you. Yeah. I know Gabby. Uh, that's one thing that she's been working on too with the Sound Sisters is trying to do like more acoustic recording and everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe when that. you get up and running, we could do some like skyping, acoustic. I don't know, like a set in Arizona, and then somebody plays something at your We're place. We're just gonna crash it. That would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, come to Arizona so we can bear Arizona it up. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to come interview all of you guys, and then I want to. We definitely got to go. Like, I want to interview you guys in Arizona while we're just driving through. <laughs> It's happening. Let's do it. That'd be <laughs> rad. <laughs> I think that'd be rad. Like, do that, and then like go to the show after, and like you know, like. Well, hopefully there would be a show involved or something like that. So. <laughs> cool. Right on. Yeah, we can make it happen. <laughs> I'll talk yeah, to some peeps. That would be talk. so cool. Maybe we'll bring, like, Last Gang out there. Go, like, go party it up. Awesome. Well, we're getting ready to wrap it up here. I could seriously talk to you for about another hour and a half. I dude. I'm a talker, so. I love it. I, me too. Me too. Who would have thought the people that are behind cameras all the time could talk yeah. there? asses off but uh we want to end an episode with a song that defines you as a photographer yeah. Boom! <laughs> well, well there, there goes huey lewis i guess he's out of that mix i fucking love huey lewis though huey lewis man is, he's the jam um let's go with uh flatliners count your bruises i think that would have i think that would fit pretty well so. awesome well, uh, we want to thank you again for coming uh, to talk with us, coming oh, yeah, to your computer. I was, like, <laughs> down, I was down to drive out there. I was like, fuck you it. Should have, you should have, buddy. You should have done it. It would have been awesome. <laughs> right I really appreciate everything. Just real quick before we yeah. go, let the people know where they can find your stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, you can find uh, anything I do at www.99percentmagazine.com, and it's all spelled out. Well, 99 the the numbers and then percentmagazine.com you ha you have to spell you have to really give that extra direction because yeah. people will be very confused <laughs> well i've had a lot of people spell like do like not like spell out 99 and i'm like no it's just not just it's just the numbers just numbers man just numbers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make it difficult 
All right. Well, thank you, Billy Skelly. That was oh, awesome. Give it, up, give it up for Billy, you guys. Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, Billy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>